This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. everybody i am ben troop this is 84 reasons and listen we we, we starting early today i mean so most of the guests man they want to come through later on listen kamari said look man i get up before the roosters down here in gainesville <laughs> and the thing about it is my next guest the most anticipated if i can remember the most highly requested if i can remember finally with the brayton got us a got us a big time player from img get a chance to show what he can really do in a new offense. We're going to get to the new defense coordinator with the hard-hitting Mr. Quarterback of the defense himself, the great Kamari Wilson. What's going on with you there, Kamari? What's going on? I'm blessed. Thankful to be on the show. Now, Kamari, look, I know the season, I know the uh, the spring is winding down, but hearing a lot of great things. But I got to ask, this offseason has been a little crazy as far as, like, the coaches, the coaches, the coaching carousel. Not gonna really get into the guys that's not here no more. But Corey Raymond goes from cornerbacks coach to DBs coach. How much is it having a guy like Corey Raymond, who to me I think is the best DB coach in the country, coaching in high DB room? Well, Corey Raymond, he always, um, you know, put his input in things, and you know critique my technique a little bit and he's just been a little more aggressive with it and um you know letting me know everything I need to know and just from like a technique standpoint he's a great outstanding coach and he gonna love you hard and coach you hard that's one thing about him and the new coach coach Armstrong he's putting a lot into us as well so it's, it's like a combination of both of them and it really is a blessing to have both of those both coaches to uh, and put things into into us and all the safeties because you can see the development rising and um you know and it's just not teaching us about like you know the plays and you know just the schemes he's teaching us football you know football the combinations what what routes we're gonna get out of this backfield set, like what routes we're going to get out of this formation, you know, what rounds we're going to get off this backfield set, and it's just, you know, increasing our football knowledge, and that's making us play faster as a group and as a unit. When you're saying being able to recognize formation, that, that's, the, that's the maturization of football. Like, you know football. You've been playing it your whole life, and when you go, all right, they're in there two by two, all right, they're in there three by one, oh, they got the, they got the two, they got, they got Etienne and Johnson in the backfield. Being able to recognize formations, shifts, how much faster do you play when you're going, all right, man, I can diagnose it. That's one thing to, to not saying you do this, but they always say the difference in the safety, making a play and not in the play is one second. Man, I may have hesitated one second and I got there a little late. How much faster do you play, Kamari, knowing that, man, I'm seeing what the defensive coordinator sees? It's just crazy because you can just tell by my performance. Last year, on you know, it was freshman year. I was try- I was still learning. I was still trying to, you know, pick things up. And I was relying on my athletic ability more than my mind. And this offseason, I made sure I put extra work into the film room with my coaches so I could be a smarter, faster player. And you can see it on the field. I'm playing way faster. I'm diagnosing the plays faster. I know 
the wide go back. I know I'm, I might get this run. I know Count GT, they gonna guard gonna pull, you know. I know where to run, I know where exactly to fit at. And a lot of people don't know is that football, it goes hand to hand, like with athletic ability and knowledge. You gotta be a smart football player to play at a high level. And you know, um, my coach that left uh, always put that into me and the coach that's came in is really putting that into me. And um, you know, Napier, Napier uh, you know, came and told told me he he had a plan for me and he and he wanted me to work that plan and he know I wanna be great and it, it's just like them, you know, all together just molding our team into a better team and and you can see it if you see the practices. You see us scrimmage. You know, we, we the Gators back. Hard hitting, physical, fast, you know, disciplined Gators. We back. You keep uh, you keep mentioning uh, Coach Anderson, Austin Anderson, the new defensive coordinator. What twenty nine years old, young enough to what did Jay Z say? Listen, man, I'm young enough to know what you know what uh, what car to drive, but old enough to know not to buy it. Like I, I'm young enough to do it, but being able to resonate with you is the thing that coaches have to do. There used to be a time you you know how this Kamara, you come in whatever the coach say, that's what it is. Coach Anderson said, "No, nah, man, it's my job to adjust to them. It's easy for one guy to adjust." So. I just I, what, the reason why I say that is he said, man, we we negotiate with a hammer over here. We 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 ain't missing no words. Talk about Coach Anderson, how been there a short amount of time, but seem to have really really like you know won you guys over. Yeah, Coach Austin Armstrong, he's a great dude. You know, he's he's a more than football type of guy, and having a coach like that that loves you and he believes in you makes you makes you want to go as hard as possible. You know, picking. Picking the uh, you know, people in the backup, you know, it makes the whole defense want to play even harder because they know, you know, coach got got your back, you know, any situation, you know, coach got your back and we got his back, you know, and he's really about relationships. He met everybody before we even touched the football, like he made sure that he met with everybody, know everybody's name, and, you know, and he told us and he asked us. What do we need in the defense or what we want in the defense, you know, and how we want to play and seeing what we what we thought about it. And once we came up with that goal, he told us what goals we, we, we should have as a team. And we put that together and we've just been working those goals every day, grinding. And you're going to see, like, you know, players that were backups that's like, Leader roles now is it's crazy because we grind. It's just we got a special team together, and you know, um, I feel like God's plan was to bring him here, and it's helping us to do great things. Kamar, what does that say to you as a player? You know, you got a new defensive coordinator. And the first thing he said, you said, man, he taught us all individually first. Like, first he sat us down individually, but then he said, hey, come on, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want this defense to look like? How much did that make your eyes kind of pucker up and say, do you really, you you serious? Because it's one thing for a coach to ask. It's another thing for them to apply it. Because you probably saying, look, man, don't ask me. When we get out there on the field, it's the same thing we did the day before. Him really saying, come on, look, do you the two guys that run the defense are middle linebackers and safeties? They run it because y'all getting guys lined up. You you the last line of the 
experience. What did that mean to you knowing you like, man, I'm only a second year guy and I got this guy telling me what he want the defense to do. What did that, how did that make Kamari Wilson feel knowing that look, man, I'm going to be in the star role this year, no matter what, but at least I got a defensive coordinator that wants to see me shine in this defense. It just was a blessing because I had another great coach and he has some similarities to um, my other coach that just left, but he's a little more aggressive and I, and I love it, aggressive. And just just from standpoint of him talking to me like that one to hear what I, I was going to say, um, it really it really got me to like him even more, like, you know, got get comfortable around him even more. Because the first thing we talked about was the Gator DNA. Like, what's going to be the standard on this defense? What is going to be the Gator DNA? What what people going to see every time we step on the field? Hard, fast, physical, smart, playing with technique every play, discipline, defense. The Gator DNA, and that's what we stand by. And one thing, great thing about Coach Armstrong is, like, when we go into meetings, like, we go pumped up. Like, it's like, once you once you once you come into that door, you're out of yourself and into the team. And that's one thing that I loved about him because it's it's a team thing. It's everybody. We need everybody. We need all 22 players on defense to do their job, even if they're not playing like on the field, you know. And it's about and it's about that. And that really hypes us up. He he he, he brings the energy. He yeah, we all bring the energy. It's a, it's crazy this year. Like we going cool. meetings, we uh-huh. turned up, we ready, we loud, we ready to learn, we ready to beat beat ass in the, in the film room. Who who got who got the most juice out of Coach Anderson, the coach and uh the coach Spence, man, cop the chaos because you know. <laughs> I'll put Kamari on the spot because Coach Spence might see this. Nobody brings that natural juice like Coach. You got to be a little different when you coach D line. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. But Coach Anderson. I'm seeing him out there, man, chest bumping. I, I'm not saying you picking one or the other, but if you had to say, hey, man, this dude brings a little bit more juice, just a little bit more than the other one. I'm going to be a little biased. You know, Armstrong, my coach. But Spence, hey, Spence don't bring energy every day. You know, he different. Spence, he, he screams every time I see Spence, he screams. <laughs> ah, let's go, Kamar. Yeah, Spence going to bring that energy. But Armstrong? I'm, you know what? No, I'm just gonna uh, plead the fifth. Come on, come on. Listen, listen. Kamari Wilson has learned in one year how to play politics. Kamari, like, <laughs> man, you ain't gonna get me to go. This dude right here, my coach. This dude right here, I love him. But at the same time, I don't need, I don't need uh, Coach Armstrong coming to me tomorrow. What you mean, uh, Coach Smith got more juice than me? Oh, you saw the video? Yeah, I saw. So, <laughs> listen, that, that that's what you learn in college, man. Listen, I don't want to burn no bridges, so I can respect that. Kamari, Kamari said, I will plead the fifth, meaning I got an answer, but I'm going to just lean in this way. But I saw somewhere you said DBU, man, which is huge to DBs. Like, you, you guys carry on a tradition yourself, and I think about the great saves of the past, you know, uh, like Ty Johnson, like Marquand Emanuel, like Reggie, like Reggie, you know, uh, you know, and those guys, and Ahmad and Black and Major Wright, you are part of that. And I heard you say, look, man, you don't come to Florida if you don't want that smoke when trying to carry on the tradition of DBU, you don't come to Florida if you don't want to be a premier defensive player in that defensive backfield. Why is DBU so important to you? DBU is important to me because it's more than just DBU. It's a it's a brotherhood. 
you got to have that brotherhood to be a DBU. You know, um, Amar Black came and talked to us and, you know, a couple other players, and they told us, like, we, we asked them, like, how, how was the DBs back in the day? Like, y'all used to be DBU. We trying to bring that back. What's going on? And, you know, he poured knowledge into me. It's more than football. Like, if we went out to eat, we are going out to eat. You know, if we go kick it at my crib, we are going to go kick it at my crib. And I feel like this year we're more together. You know, Corey Raymond pours into us because DBU is really is big, more than football. And, you know, I feel like I love my boys over anybody in the country. And we've been working. And I like hand for hand all my guys. And we're going to see more this year because we, we let our, our work talk more than our, talk more than us. We let our actions talk more than our words. You you were a guy last year, Kamar, that had to grow up fast. Everybody, everybody wants to come to college and play early. That's it don't matter what the position is, right? But DB is a little bit different because no matter what, man, you on an island, you got to see the whole field. You usually the last line. You got to be a for sure tackler, open field. I got to be able to cover, you know, in the slot, tight ends, uh, receivers coming, you know, whatever the scheme may be. But Trey Dean, you and him had a special special bond last year, man. And what people don't know about Trey Dean, man, he being a senior, obviously he had some ups and downs. Talk about the support he gave you, man. When when you had to go in, when he said, hey, Kamara, you up this week. Most seniors, they're gonna either bicker, they're gonna they gonna they're gonna become a distraction. Trey didn't do none of that. Talk you talk about relationships and DBU. Talk about the relationship with you and Trey Dean, man. He was in a tough position last year, but he still stepped up as a teammate to give you that support you needed. You know, Trey Dean, um, people see him as a, I don't know, people don't, some people don't like him, some people do. But I, one thing about Trey Dean, he's the hardest worker I've ever seen in my life. Like, when I got here, you know, we had some conversations. He's a great dude, you know. He was kind of kind of playing a big brother role this year, you know, telling me what's going on around campus, showing me around campus, you know, um, just like, you know, taking me out to eat, me and the, uh, the other freshman, Miguel Mitchell, he used to take us out to eat. We'll just chop it up. He's a great dude. And um, and once and, and once I got my turn to get in, and he'll be like, it's your turn now. Like, turn up. You got this. And another thing that I loved about Trey Dean, he was a, a God-fearing man. God fearing man. Before every game, he'll read his Bible. Like I respect, I respect, I respect him, and I respect him because he wanted to see me do great. Same with Rashad Torrance. Rashad Torrance wanted me to be great, and I loved Rashad Torrance too because he was a hard worker too, and he was so smart. One of the smartest players I I didn't seen, and both of them would kind of pour into me, let me know like okay, on this technique, what helps them fit more? Like, what do they do? Like, they can put a step like this and open up a little more and to help it make it easier. Or reading the quarterback, you know, they'll give me little tips. And I love those dudes, and I'm going to miss those dudes for life. Um, They're my brothers for life. I say that. Them are two relationships that I love that I made when I since I came here. I've heard, I mean, I've heard earlier, you know, during, during camp, man, how you moving fast. And they said, man, Kamara, man, he's out here. Because you, you're in a great, stations are even one or two ways. Either they, either they direct traffic, 
you know, or man, they're a thumper. You, you, you both, you direct, but you want to man, I, that's what I do. It's like when I'm hitting people, I'm in the game. But at the same time, you talked about Corey, Corey Raymond saying, listen, I'm teaching you life and football, meaning you can apply whatever I'm saying on this field of life. Corey Raymond is a, he's a attention to detail saying, listen, Kamari, you just take one step to the left and you right there. You take one step to the right. When you comfortable, when Kamari Wilson is out there, he said, look, bro, I'm comfortable. I know what we're doing. I know what they're doing. I know what they're trying to do to us. How much more dangerous are you as a player when you go, going, man, when I don't have to think and I could just read and react, I'm going to be hell to deal with out here on this field. I'm a, I would say I'm 100% better. I wish I had this knowledge last year because I'm playing way quicker. I'm playing better than, than a lot of people expected because all I needed to know was that knowledge so I don't have to think. And I know it, and I applied it every day. I looked at, I went through my playbooks. I just did, I just grinded in the dark, and it's just showing to the light now. And this year, you're gonna see a lot of that from a lot of players because we know the game of football now, and and it makes us quicker. We know why we do things, and you know our young bucks, our freshmen, you know our freshman safeties. You're gonna see a little bit of them too, and them they dogs, they dogs. And I'm applying to them boys just how Trey and Dean did to me. And they gonna be real good too. And Kamara, you, I mean, it's funny. It's funny. Kamara sitting saying we young boys. And Kamara might be the same age as the freaking Frenchman. <laughs> Talk about them young boys. <laughs> the boys got born in the same year. But, but that's when you made the jump. When when you say, listen, when I can pour into these other safeties. I can say, listen, I'm going to give y'all the same thing Trey and Torrance gave me. I ain't going to hold nothing back. Because if I'm confident in what I do, man, I can, I can give it to y'all. Because But I'm also going to show y'all how it's supposed to. Every time I step out there on that grass, I'm going to show you how it's supposed to look. I'm not saying you ain't doing it right when you ain't when you, when you ain't in that window, when somebody's in the other, you, Kamari, but that's when you know. Like when you when Trey is telling, when Trey is showing you how he works, leading by his faith, Supporting you when it's your time, that's real football. Cause you're saying, look, man, the best player's gonna play. It ain't personal. Coach ain't playing favorites. The best player's gonna play. But at the same time, too, when people say, Man, I want to play, the player on the team that don't want to play. But to those to those young men who are still in high school who think they want to play big time football, could you tell them what it really is? Because everybody think they got what it takes to do it. You do it. Please tell them boys, man, this ain't for everybody. It's, it's not. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. You got to have a different type of mind to play in the SEC, especially for the Gators, because we practice hard. We practice hard every day consistently. You got to love this. You got to love this to play this every day. People out here fold. They, they will fold. Like, you got to work some days, you have a bad day. That don't matter. You got to come out here and work. And that's one thing I love about our new D.C., Austin Armstrong. You're out of yourself and into the team when you walk in that room before practice. So, you know, everybody's been doing that, and you can see the consistency. And one thing, one thing about it, one thing that I used to struggle with that I had to train my mind to be better with is consistency. Every play, every day. Bring it 120%. And that's going to change the game. And I feel like, and this is not for everybody, I promise you. You might lie up football for two days, three days, but it's different when you got to do it for three weeks constantly. 
and you got to be consistent at it. And once you be consistent at it, that's dangerous. Every single team, no matter what, no matter who they are and what they are, take on the personality of their head coach. Obviously, 2022 as a whole didn't go the way the team wanted record-wise. But y'all was in every single game. It's not, it's not no game that y'all weren't in. Second year for you. Second year for Billy Napier. I don't know what phase y'all on, Kamara. Y'all got more phases than a good lawyer. Y'all on a different phase every week. It's identity. It's love. <laughs> it's cherishing. Whatever it is. But whatever it is. Billy Napier seems to be a guy that y'all go to bat for because people because when I hear y'all talk about him, y'all saying don't let that don't let that overall record fool y'all, man. This to do for the job. And if y'all sleep on us in 2022, we're going to wake all y'all up in 2023. Oh, most definitely. We are and the whole team playing hungry. We hungry. We, we see all that disrespect. They disrespecting us. But it's all good, though, because we're going to show them. We ain't going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. And what Napier is all about that I love, because I'm about that, too. And when we met, we kind of we kind of had that type of bond because Napier is all about the work. He's all about the work. You got to work. You got to plan it out. You can't wake up and just go about your day. You have to plan it. He's all about planning it and working out your plan. And, you know, and he helped me better myself as a person just by planning simply like he gave us a calendar and we had to plan our, our whole day, like the whole week for every week. And we're just working through our plan and, and just more than football, out of football and football. And, you know, the type of person I am, I'm about to work because that's how I got here. All right, Kamar. You get to go up again. No, no more Anthony Richardson. No more, no more. Uh, the the human Hulk over there. His, his body just ain't green. You get, and I love you, Graham. You get a you get a quarterback now coming from big time, big time program transferring in. You get to see him every day. What are your early impressions of Graham Mertz? No, he's a he's a leader. You can you can see it when you walk to him, when you talk to him. He's a definitely a leader. He comes around the locker room, dap everybody up, make sure he talks to everybody. Um, that's one thing I love about Graham, relationship type of guy, you know, team, a good teammate. Um, he comes to me, you know, talk to me, talk a little trash sometimes. <laughs> then go around the weight room, dapping out everybody up. And he's just a great dude. And, you know, he's been working and Jack Miller been working and they battling right now. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> Cause it's, they're getting both better, so we we don't we gonna see. It, it's funny that you mentioned the trash talk, right? Like you know, Graham Mercy doing he doing a little he doing a little sportsmanship. Like what's up, Kamari? And then he kind of give you a look. You like and you give him that look. Like you throw that what you throw yet? You do that what you did yesterday? I'm telling you, cause to me that that's the thing, right? Like DBs, y'all the only position that y'all to say, hey dude, I want you will study all week for one for one formation, one rally, but they gonna try to come out this one. They gonna try to, and I'm gonna pick it. Like, cause I see it, y'all the only positions that do that. Cause y'all memory is so. Somebody said, "What happened, Kamara? I Man, he ran a dig. I know he he got he tried to give it with that double move. I know they was running that backside. Y'all got to see it. But when Graham come up to you, you looking at Graham and listen, Graham, I love you, but I'm gonna do it. if you do it. I'm going I'm gonna cause cause that's what makes football fun, right? It's it's the healthy. If you take a trash talk out of sports, man, it ain't the same sport." It's not. And, and people and people don't understand that. People don't understand the fact that, like, 
trash talk just let cats know, hey, I'm here now. Listen, I respect you. I love you. I respect your game. But I'm here to make plays, too. I ain't going to the DB room yep. saying, hey, hey Kamara, you could have had that one. No, bro, I'm going to pick it off. I'm going to run a couple of steps, tell, tell the receiver they ain't that fast. Like, you you wouldn't have caught me Xavier Henderson. I would have outranged you to the end zone. I'm just letting you know. Talk about, talk about that brotherhood part of saying, look, man, we keep each other sharp because we talk the trash, especially y'all Florida. But if you're from anywhere in Florida, y'all repping where you from first. Good Lord, hey boy, y'all, you repping where you from first, and then you repping your you repping your position second. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I talk I talk trash all the time. Every time I see him, you know, get ready to throw me a ball. You know, I be talking trash to him and Jack. It's just funny. It's just funny, and we all. And we all get to talking trash right after practice, right after practice. We'll go to a locker, talk a little junk, and it's just funny. And it's just like, you know, team, you know, they know it's all love at the end of the day, but you, yeah. you ain't getting nothing, not even a pass off. We don't we don't want no passes off, no catches. We don't – that's the standard. Nothing. No <laughs> touchdowns. How the, how the DBs and receivers, y'all got the craziest little relationship you ever seen. Y'all could be roommates on the, uh, you know, off the field, but on the field, it's a, it's almost like, it's almost like y'all just have a, a, it's like a natural dislike. Like I don't dislike him, but you can look at Xavier Henderson, like you would tell Xavier Henderson, boy, if I was as tall as you, I'm just, no, no, if I was as tall as you, Zay, it, it, it's over with. Or you over there telling Pearsall, Pearsall, listen, this ain't the Pac-12, homeboy. I saw you out there at Arizona State. <laughs> But you, but talk about because y'all boys do one on ones every day, every day. Y'all boys going through. Then you got seven on seven. Then you got certain matchups, like you know, what <laughs> what is that? What is that DB wide receiver relationship at Florida? Because that's probably the most unique. Because it's a bunch of y'all, bunch of DBs, bunch of receivers. You got tall DBs, you got shorter DBs, you got bigger DBs, you got tall receivers, quick receivers, shifty receivers. But to DBs. Y'all look at receivers and go, yeah, he all right. You know, he 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 good. He, he you know he do his thing. He know yeah. what it is when it's up against me. He know what it is. Yeah, I say all them all the receivers. They like my little little brothers. I say that. You know, um, the receivers. I say they dislike me the most. They they got to they they dislike me the most because they gotta block me, and they know uh -oh. what happens when they try to block me. Oh my God! And and, and then, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said so because in this offense they got the block. We gonna run the ball. They, they have to, and it's and it's, and they get in this in this bathroom every time. So hold on, hold on. So 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 what they don't understand is the receipt. You know, uh, coaches out of saying, "Get in there, get Kamara." You like, yeah, dig me out, yeah, dig me out. So so they can take an eighty. You look at them like, listen, bro. I have to go up against. I have to come up and get. I have to. I have to come on blitzes and hit offensive linemen. I got to take on tight ends. Listen, I love you, Ricky Pearsall, but you think you're gonna come up in here and dig me out, boy? If you don't get up out of here with that, the thing, the thing they don't like, I act like I don't see them. And last minute when they try to hit, come, I, I hit them. The old line don't like me either because I love being in the trenches. They hate me. The old line, they they don't like me. So but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. After the practice, it's love. We love each other. But in practice, oh yeah, they hate me. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I can already see it. So y'all over there eating, and then y'all come in, you come in, you know, and then you you just say you got a good one off on Ricky Pierce all today. Oh yeah. And you just get your food, and like you don't see him, you be like, hey, and then Ricky go, what's up, Kamara? You be like, you all right? Because I kind of, you remember I got you on your chin. <laughs> that, that's the part of football. 
that's the part that you love the most because it's like people go, man, our receivers tough. Yeah, man, they have to go up against ID. The only time they get to see each other for real is in the spring and maybe like a couple of times in the fall. Because once the once football really go with the real football, man, well, then you don't see them jokers on it's, it's help squads at, at, at that point. But yeah. I like Kamara, did you just say do you make him think you can't see him? He think I can't see him. He think, oh, he's oh, he's gonna come in motion to get it. And I'm coming down. We going to couple one, couple one high, and I'm gonna blow him up. Blow him up every time. <laughs> and the lineman ain't me even worse. The lineman ain't me worse. Cause I tell you better do some push-ups before practice because I'm coming. Oh, yeah, see, and, and that's football. When I when I played, it was Marquand Emanuel, it was Gus Scott. It was it was the old type of de- what is it about the safety man? Cause y'all y'all got to do it all. You got to be a for sure tackler. You got to be able to cover. You got to be able to get guys lined up. You got you listen. You got to be able to see what no one else sees. Like somebody go come on. I saw it. No no no. I saw it. I, I saw it. You, no no. But this is the thing. You got to be able to run that alley, boy. If you catch somebody, like everything. Listen, the, the, the field go from this to uh oh. We got we got a little alley. And it's you and Montreal, or it's you and ET. You saying, boy, I love you. But boy, if you did what you did yesterday, but the only reason why I ain't do it like that, because I love you. I could have, uh, listen to me. The only difference in me and you is you got that pigskin. Boy, I was finna separate you from that thing. That was the perfect hit. Talk about learning how to practice, because people say, people go, oh, Kamara could have knocked him out. No, I'm not going to knock him out. That's my teammate. Now, in the game, you know, he might get knocked out. But, Learning how to practice, like saying, Coach, I could have, yeah, you could have, like, just say for some odd reason, Jack or Graham, let leave one of the receivers out to dry, and you run by the receiver, go, Oh boy, I would have. And you look at Jack and them, like, Boy, y'all better, well, I better go back over there with that, because that's the thing about football that gets lost is we got to take care of each other out there on that practice field. Yeah, I most definitely had a lot of opportunities like that, and I just didn't do it. It's not a scrimmage. And plus, like, if especially seven or seven, no, we ain't gonna hit you seven or seven. But in team, I had a lot of plays. I I could have laid them out, but you know, I'm gonna just uh, try to get the pick, or I'll just I'll just let it be. Because one time, let's say if the quarterback overthrow it and it touched your fingertips, could I could have I could have did it to him. I said nope. I'm gonna let it let it be, you know, because it's 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 always a time and place for that in this football. Mm-hmm. And going here, they're gonna try to Napier is gonna try to expose every weakness in the in the defense. So you're gonna get a chance again. And like it's always a period, like team, it's a thud period. You know, they run in that middle. Now you gotta meet me. Now it's gonna get scared. Allow, allow him to reintroduce himself. His name is Kamari. <laughs> like, this, this, this is what, but Kamari, man, you grew up last year, man. Regardless of how you grew up last year, and th- what is that feeling like? Like, everybody wants to start. No one knows when, and you hope it's not injury. I don't want to start because my brother got injured. I'm ready to start, but what is, what is that like? Your first, I want to say it was Texas A&M, but something like that. I can't remember what. But what was it? Who 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 told you? Was it was it Patrick Tony? Was it Corey Raymond? What who who told you you were starting? And if we could and we could have put a, a hard monitor on you, would it have like popped out your chest? Like Kamari, you up this week? Like what? No, you 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 starting this week? Well, um, the first game I started, 
it was I played in Tennessee. I played well that Tennessee game. And then after that, it was Eastern Washington, and they told me I was starting. And the first thing I did, I was like, and I called my mama. <laughs> and it was crazy. I was ready. And I know Rashad Torrance was beside me, super smart player. He helped, he helped me in every way he could communicate well, and that helped me get lined up. So, you know, if I'm in with a freshman – or anybody else, I communicate at a high level as well because I know it helps out. And my heart was pumping, pumping, pumping. But I've been working in practice, and I got comfortable because I was like game five or so, and I was ready to uh, compete, and I and I did great. And um, you know, like it's football, you're gonna have to play with some injuries. Like you're gonna have to be a tough cookie. And you know, that's what I'll say we all did that at a high level. Like we played we played with injuries, but we still played just for the love of the game and just to help the team. Y'all Florida boys, man. Y'all love where y'all from, man. Y'all yeah. love it. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all don't y'all y'all run around talking about the county you from. Every other y'all either y'all talking to each other saying, boy, y'all don't do nothing in Orange County, y'all ain't doing nothing in Dade County, y'all ain't doing nothing in Duval County, or y'all ain't doing nothing in Broward, Fort Pierce, though. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm just saying like like what what goes down in Fort Pierce. Oh yeah. I I let them know where I'm from, South too. I always let them know. You know what I'm saying? They they know they know they know what they know they know they know about Fort Pierce. They know about us. That boy saying, listen, listen, I don't do the 904s or the 954s or the 305s. I'm 772. That, that, that's that, that's what I do. When you when you for every everything you do, Fort Pierce is doing it. Everything, everywhere you go, every every move you make. How much inspiration do you provide? Because every listen, let's call everybody ain't gonna be no Kamari Wilson. It's 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 just not possible. But every time you get a chance to go back home, man, and you get to talk to the youngster, man, what is your message to him? Especially when they say Kamari, I want to be like you. My message to him is crazy because it's a lot of kids down there that look up to me, and there's a lot of kids that know me. So every time I go down there, every time I get a chance to talk to some kids. I let them know first, like straight up what my mama told me and what helped me. You got to get your grades. You That's the first thing. You got to have good grades. You got to keep God first. I tell them, keep God first. Keep getting good grades. While you, I know you want to have fun right now because you're young, but that's going to come. You can get there after the, after the work is done. And, you know, if you want to provide for your family, you got to come. You got to sacrifice for what you want. You got to work every day. Like, I used to work out in the morning before school, and I used to work out after practice every day consistently. Beach workouts, too, and that used to help me out. And I tell them, you know, stay focused. I know there's a lot of distractions out here. I know they want, you want to have fun. You want to do all that, but it's not worth it at the end. You don't want to be here all your life. And there's a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff that happened to Fort Pierce, you know, and, you know, just going to Fort Pierce, Westwood, out of high school, I was a great, great pot winner. Everybody wanted me to go to their school, but I said, I'm going to do it in my city. For my city, I'm going to be the first one to get an offer for the Fort Pierce, Westwood. And, you know, freshman year, went through the season. Ninth grade year, 
not even in the season, April, actually April 10th on my birthday. I got a call, the University of Florida offered me. I got on my knees and cried. Like it, it didn't feel weird. And you know, now kids and like, and just keep going and going to IMG to help me be a better player and kids see that. And you know, me putting into them, just telling them how I got there. They believe in their self. Now they think they can do it. Now they think they don't got to do this to get money. You can do this. You know, you can get what you want to be. You can use football to go get your education. You know, get a free education. And is that's what it's all about. And I feel like I always said this. I always used to pray about this. Um, I used to always ask God, put me in position to be the best football player and I always give back and spread the word and that's what I've been doing every time you know I have to talk about God because that's the only reason I got this far and I know where all my power comes from him and not myself so I make sure I tell the youth that as well the voice you can hear right now is the great Kamara Wilson, I'm calling him great because he's destined for greatness for Pierce, Westwood, IMG, Gainesville. That's where he is now, and we ain't letting him go. Now, before I let you out of here, Kamara, look, you obviously destined to do bigger and great things at the, at the, at the uh, football level. Right now it's college. Dreams and aspirations are going to the, to, the, to the NFL. Florida just recently had their pro day, and it was crazy. I'm talking about... Most people saying representatives, I'm going to send a position coach. No, 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 that's Mike Tomlin right there. No, that's Doug Peter. They sending the head coach. Like, forget that. I got the head coach. I got the position coach. I got the president. I don't know if you was at Pro Day and got to see your brother, got to see, you know, Anthony Richards, got to see Trey Dean and Torrance and, and Javon Dexter and, you know, Brian, you know, Brandon Cox and company. It's, it's, try to explain that atmosphere because it's one thing to know it, but you go, oh, my God, it's like this. Oh, it's like that. You guys get to go out there and hold court and all eyes on you. Talk about that experience. It was crazy. Coaches everywhere. I, I walk in the building. I'm like, whoa. And it's crazy. We we celebrate with our brothers. We, we, we got the and all our teammates, receivers, DBs. D Lounge, we got the little uh, timer on our phone. Like, okay, Dean, let's go, Dean, let's go, shot. Okay, let's go, Bernie, let's go, Bernie. Let's go, B, let's go, B. So it was funny story. So we timed it. Oh, okay, four, five, four, five, let's go, let's go. Somebody said, hey, what time did you get on that one? We said four, five. I looked again. It was the head coach of the Seahawks. <laughs> Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, like what you like your Pete Carroll? <laughs> hey Pete Carroll, he too nice. They say he too nice. He was trying to conversate with us too much. That's not Pete Carroll. That's him. That listen, he's trying, he listen, he's he's looking at his future in the present. He's like, hey, I'm gonna be back here in 2023. I'm gonna be back here in 2024. So let me go ahead and he's gonna say, Come on, remember what I yeah, yeah, yeah I, I gave you the time in 2023. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> listen, them coaches, man, they just, listen, you don't think Austin Anderson and Coach Spence and Corey Raymond and Mike Peterson, they know how to they know what they're doing. They saying, look, man. They listen the same way you saying that. He's saying, "Man, I'm on the, 
I'm at Florida. I'm talking. You know, Kamari Wilson to get my IG. I asked him for the time because <laughs> you got to think coaches' lives are better when they get players like you. Hey, man, if I get a guy like you, man, <laughs> hey, man, they've been trying to get a, a, a camp. They've been trying to get a Cam Chancellor or or or, or, or uh, a Thomas and those guys since they left. You know. <laughs> Legion of Boom, they long gone. They don't Legion of Boom out there in uh, yeah. Seattle no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I will say this, uh, Kamara. First and foremost, man, I appreciate you taking the time today. Obviously, stay healthy. But the thing about you that I'm looking the most forward to, man, I remember when you came out, man. I, obviously, you know, we had to wait and see because you committed You committed early. I said, man, I hope this boy here, because I know everybody that played football wanted you. So when it was coming down to why when it, I saw your uh I saw your commitment uh, uh video I think you had like two parts of it I'm like if this boy don't hurry up and say where you going I'm gonna go to Fort Pierce and I'm gonna say boy tell me come on. and when you finally you know when you finally did the game the champ I said oh man we got us one because rec- the recruiting process for you was crazy you go to IMG everybody and they, everybody that coach football wants you. But was it about Florida coming at you early? Like you talking about your ninth grade, man, they came at me early. Before I even get to IMG, they coming at me. Was it because, and shoot, I don't even know who was the coach then. I don't know if it was. I think it might have been Mullen when you when you first got up. But was it was it always going to be Florida or did it say, hey, man, I'm going to go through the whole recruiting process, but I am going to Gainesville? It's like this. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was committed to Georgia, but. Florida always stick around throughout my whole recruitment. Like, Florida always stuck around. And it's kind of like it was God's plan. You know, I prayed a lot. I'm really high in prayer. And before I had the offer to Florida, Florida was my first visit ever. Um, I watched I watched um, Florida versus the Auburn at home, first game ever. I'm like, wow. The crowds really like this. Like, football's really like this. Like, first game ever. I didn't know about SEC. I didn't know about none of that. I just I just got invited to the game because I, I worked hard. So, I'm like, okay. And once that ball got snapped, I said, this is a different feeling. I want to come here. Like, I want to I want I want to come here. I want to I want I want to have an opportunity to come here. It'll be a blessing. And it's like the next not even the next year, like probably like April. That year, I got an offer to the University of Florida. It was crazy. He is Kamari Wilson. He got merch. You know, but listen, the man, the man got his own merch. Like if you've ever seen him coming to America when they said he got his own money, this man got his own merch. This man, the man had merch at age 18. I think he recently turned 19. The boy got merch before he even old enough to, to have an alcoholic beverage. I'm just saying, he is Kamari Wilson repping. I like how he said, look, man, I rep for Pierce, right? That's where I'm from. I'm doing it for the city. And Listen, man. We listen. We love. We 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 uh we love. We love that you at the University of Florida. We've heard some great things. Listen, Graham, Jack. If he pick you off in the spring game, it's because he was waiting. Because he ain't seen that route. Like, okay, they finna. They think he he think he finna look me off and throw that backside dig and watch. I pick it off. And I'm gonna <laughs> take it to the crib on him. But stay healthy. Listen, man, stay you, man. A lot of times when you get recruited, it's it's half your athletic ability. It's half you. They want you because when you walking around campus, when you telling people, look, man, I don't. I, yeah, man, 
you know, y'all may look at me in a stereotypical way, man, but I'm one of the best. Listen, not only am I one of the best athletes, I'm one of the best students at Florida, not just in athletics. Put my resume up against anyone of the students because when the students' life stop, that's when my life begin. I still got to get out there on the field. So I'm going to knock you the hell out on Saturday and I'm going to ball out of the classroom Monday through Friday. And I'm repping for Pierce. That man said the first thing I did when I said I was gonna start call my mama, mama. What? You ain't gonna believe this? They got your boy. They got your boy. Running out there with that first eleven with the defense. What? Hey man, keep listen. Keep keep that. Keep that. Listen, man. Keep God first, man. Keep that humility. Keep. I don't got to tell you to work hard. You gonna work hard. And look, man. Listen. Whenever you whenever you pick it off, you know, and um and uh. What is it? Whatever the stadium called uh, in Jacksonville against them dogs. Take it to the crib and look at okay. Curtis Smart and say, "Yeah, you could have had this, but I rock with the boys in Gville." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I got, to. no, I got to, no, I got to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up a little bit though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he is Kamara Wilson. I have been to no games, no gimmicks, not my reasons, his reasons. Kamara, man, appreciate the time today, big time. Yeah, appreciate you.